the Alignment is a New Hustle podcast, a place where you learn how to be your best resource. I'm your host, Jody K. Edwards, influencer and intuitive success coach for entrepreneurs just like you. If you're looking to build a better business and a better mindset, then you're in the right place because I am obsessed with helping you uplevel your life by offering you strategies and mindset shifts that you can implement today. My soul's purpose is to help you grow your business and expand your mind by providing actionable steps you can take to release the magic within you right now. How we choose to think is how we get the things that we want in our lives. So get further faster by aligning your mind. Welcome to episode 15 of Alignment is a New Hustle. Today's guest is Missy Scott. Missy is a high vibe Korean strengths coach who helps women who are going through a career transition to gain clarity. Welcome to the pod, Missy. So excited to have you Yay! here. I'm yes. so excited to be here. Thank oh you for gosh. having me. You are so welcome. For those of you that don't know, Missy and I met in Catherine's Manifestation Babe Academy. And I feel like we've been virtual besties like before we even hopped on the phone together. Yes. Because, like, <laughs> we like did what virtual besties do, right? We like follow each other on Instagram and like join each other's Facebook groups. I love it. Yep. Me too. Me too. So I know how amazing and great you are already. So tell the world, tell the people, what, um, what are you all about? What are you doing in the world? Yeah. Um, so a little bit of uh, historical background on me. Currently, I live in Southern California in a town called Rancho Cucamonga, which a lot of people get a really big kick out of yeah, the name of my town. To <laughs> <laughs> so um, but I'm originally from the Midwest, from the Chicago area. Um, I went to college in Iowa. Um, and I've been out here in California since the summer of 2009. Um, and after I finished undergrad, I went to grad school, um, for school counseling and I've been working in higher education career services ever since. Um, and then my entrepreneurial bug kind of kicked in, in this past January. And I started thinking about what is it that I would want to do if I wasn't working in career services on a collegiate campus. Um, I had just gotten married. So I was like, the transitions are all seeming to happen right now. And so I kind of put it out into the universe and I was like, show me a sign if I'm meant to start my own side hustle as it currently is right now. And um, it was that day that my now first business coach uh, posted her, her freebie on Instagram. And so instantly I was actually traveling that day. And so I completed the whole workbook on the plane (laughs) (laughs) coming home, um, scheduled a call with her for that following weekend and um, have been working on my own career coaching and strengths coaching business ever since. Um, And last summer, so this kind of ties into the strengths coaching last summer, I went to a training um, with uh, Gallup and the Clifton strengths assessment Mm -hmm. um, to be a Gallup certified strengths coach. So um, in my coaching services, I incorporate the Clifton Strengths Assessment as well as um, career coaching and mindset work to help women navigate career transitions um, and try to and find their dream career, gain clarity on their dream career. That's such a great intro to that because sometimes when we don't know what we want to do in life or if we don't feel clear on something, yeah, that assessment helps people identify their strengths, right? So one hundred percent, yeah. Cool. I'd love to know a little bit more about that. Um, I guess, how do you get started? Mm-hmm. 
So what I really like about the Clifton Strengths Assessment that is different than maybe um, maybe some listeners might be more familiar with the Myers Briggs or the Strong yeah. Interest Inventory as career yep. assessments. Um, and so where those assessments give you career ideas, um, it kind of at least when I've worked, I've worked a lot with students on on that assessment in particular, and um, students often feel put in a box by that assessment. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to, if you're an undergraduate student and you get told to be a bartender or a farmer and you're not going to school for those things, yeah. you're probably going to feel a little bit misaligned. Yes. That kind of <laughs> is like, why am I here? What am I doing? Exactly. And that happened to me sometimes when, when working with students. And so when I found the Clifton Strengths assessment, which the first time I took it was back in 2011, and I just, I instantly connected with it because you're, you're given your top five strengths and um, top five strengths, top five talents. Um, the verbiage seems to change uh, with Gallup as the, uh, the assessment morphs. Mm -hmm. So you're given your top five talents and these are traits that are so innately you that you may not even realize or recognize that you use them on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. So okay. it's, it's really interesting. And I find the more that I get into my top five or, or top 10, even I I'm learning things about my strengths new every single day, even though I've been, uh, a, I've been accustomed to this assessment since 2011 and a, and a certified coach for about a year. I can see how that would be extremely helpful. I know whenever I'm working with clients and they're confused, they, they're like, what value do I have to, add, you know, add to the right. world? Um, yeah. Like kind of going through a list of, well, like what, what do people naturally gravitate towards you for? Like, mm -hmm. what are people asking you about? Um, so that's a really good tool to help people figure, kind of figure that out. Uh, yeah. That you offer through working with you one-on-one -on -one as well, right? Just kind of the clarity on, okay, these are my results. This, what do I do now? Kind of yep. thing. Yeah. yeah. And so the, the, our whole coaching, my whole one-on-one -on -one program. So I have, I have two programs currently. And one of them is specifically on the strengths part. So where mm -hmm. we, dive deep into the Clifton Strengths assessment one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and then my second coaching package is the Clifton Strengths assessment at the beginning and then um, mindset work and whatever kind of career development help that a client might have. Mm -hmm. um, anything that, that she's looking to, um, to maybe gain some more clarity on like a resume or a LinkedIn profile or interviewing techniques. Yes. Um, you know, those kinds of more, I don't want to say basic, but like the more career development kinds of things. It's so funny that I was, you know, so like drawn to all of that, even mm -hmm. though I'm, I, I coach creative entrepreneurs. So it's really neat that you're catering to the people that I, you know, in the nine to five, cause there's nothing wrong with that. Right. You always have to want to be an entrepreneur and doing your own thing. Totally. It's definitely, you know, a whole different reason why people want to do this versus that. Yeah. So I guess kind of what inspired you to start your, uh, your coaching, your services, your high vibe career track? Mm -hmm. So um, after getting, um, being certified last year, um, I had kind of a lot going on. I got married in the fall. <laughs> so um, after, after that, married. totally. Yeah. It took up a little bit of time. <laughs> um but I just started thinking, you know, what's going to be my next step? And I, it was really funny after I, this was even after I hired my coach, um, I was having coffee with a friend who was also a career coach. Um, she was a former colleague of mine and I was telling her about my current nine to five, cause I'm still currently working my nine to five and doing my career coaching business on the side. 
Um, and I was kind of sharing with her a little bit about my nine to five and what was kind of um, what I was struggling with in being motivated, just like I would assume a lot of my clients are going to be prob- or will be not so motivated, <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she looked at me and she said, it sounds like you don't align with the your that your values don't align with the mission and vision of the university that you're working for right now. And I, yeah. I looked at her and I was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, I've so never, right. <laughs> I've never thought about it like that, but you are a hundred percent correct, which just re- the beauty of coaches. Yes. Like, you kind of pull and, out the other side that you wouldn't think. Yeah. Yes. And, and she, my friend and I were just like having coffee. Like we weren't <laughs> this yeah. wasn't like a coaching session. So it's, it's really interesting how when just sharing your story or sharing what's going on in your life with another person, you can get so much clarity. Cause I didn't even think about it that way. I think subconsciously I probably knew that, right? but it just shed a whole new light on it. Having somebody yeah. else, you know, say, say it. it in the, in that moment. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um, you know, kind of as you're growing, you talked about your, you know, you have your side hustle, you have your nine to five and yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of transitioning going on for you. As you're growing as an entrepreneur, what would you say has been the hardest transition for your life or anything that you like maybe a good transition, something that you you're glad you transitioned from or transitioning to? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I have a couple. So um, the first one is um, about managing a nine to five and um, and a side hustle. Mm -hmm. So before the side hustle, before my, my business, um, I would come home from work, have dinner, hang out with my husband and we, I have two dogs. So hang out with the two dogs, um, maybe take the dogs on a walk if it wasn't too hot out. Mm -hmm. Um, and then go to bed kind of early. I'm like a grandma. I go to bed. I go to bed at like nine. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm tired right now. And it's like, yes, two (laughs) o'clock. So, um, so then transitioning into my side hustle, um, when I was beginning to work with my coach and really digging deep into who my ideal clients are, um, what I, my coaching programs, all of those things, I had a lot of homework, a lot of, a lot of work to do outside of our one-on-one coaching sessions. And so coming home from work, um, during the week, I would be exhausted and not really want to, um, to journal or dig dig deep into really what I'm, yeah. And it's, it's, you really have to be in that mindset. Right. So, um, what I started to do, and again, this is, I'm not perfect at this still. Um, (laughs) but coming home from work, having dinner, hanging out with my husband for a bit, and then knowing that at a specific time, like six 30, seven o'clock, whatever the time is, um, I'm a big, I'm a big Britney Spears fan. I don't know about, mm-hmm. about you, but yep. um, she's <laughs> amazing. The second CD I bought when I was yes. <laughs> I saw her in, in concert, um, in December and it was amazing. So, um, but I would put on a Britney Spears song and dance around in my living room like crazy. Um, and then I would know, okay, at the end of this song, I'm getting started. I'm getting shit done. I'm getting on my computer and doing what I need to do, you know? I love that, like, little tactic. Just, like, raise your vibrations enough. Exactly. It's such a, that's a great idea. Exactly. Because I would be sitting there, I'm like, ugh, like, I don't want to do, I don't want to do work. I don't want to, like, the last thing I want to do is work on a computer right now because I work at a computer at my nine to five as well. Um, And it's, 
it's incredible how instantly I'll feel motivated to get to work after that little dance party. Yeah. Off dance party. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) And my second one, um, as you mentioned, we, we met in manifestation babe Academy, uh, Facebook group, um, in June when the, um, when the program started, my husband and I had been thinking, and I'd been thinking for a while about, um, how I don't align with drinking alcohol anymore. Mm, Um, yeah. So we started in January and didn't do so great. Um, we decided to have sober January and we ended up drinking in January just like once or twice. So it was still a success, I think, um, in cutting back. Yes. Um, and then we tried again in March and it didn't work at all (laughs) in March. We were Uh not ready for it then. So then when, when we signed up for Manifestation Babe Academy and we knew that every Saturday morning we'd be, you know, listening to this module, there was going to be homework, we were going to be, you know, working on ourselves more. Yep. I was like, let's try again in June to not drink. So, um, and it just so happened that and I met a few other women in the Facebook group who were also not drinking. And so we kind of created an accountability group via a Facebook um, messenger uh, which was really helpful. I think that was the only reason that I was successful. Yeah, that is <laughs> um, oh. Having having these other women to talk to about, remember why we chose not to yes, do this kind of a thing. Remember your why. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, uh, you know, I, I realized through um, uh, when we were drinking in, um, you know, in February, March, April, May, um, that we would often like, I would have a call with my coach maybe on a Saturday morning and then we would pop a bottle of champagne and then literally rosé all day, all day. (laughs) And so, yeah. And then suddenly it's like nine o'clock and you're like exhausted. Right. And then, yeah. And then you wake up the next day and the last thing you want to do is get on your computer and start working. And so I was realizing that I was then setting myself up for fail for more failure than success. I was still getting my work done, but I could have been using my time a lot better. And so I realized that in this in this month that I stopped drinking and I still haven't drank since the very end of May. Oh, so I, I'm man. considering this like a huge success. <laughs> yeah. And I find that I'm I'm sleeping better. Um, my husband and I got really into kombucha and we're like starting to brew our own. It's like, it's really exciting. I just went to a workshop and I learned how to brew my own. Really? That, that thing, what is that? The scuba? Yeah. The scoby. Yeah. It creeps me out. And I'm like, no, the lady who was teaching us the class was like, oh, we named our, named it. What is it? Scooby? Scuba? Yeah. Um, we named her Sally and I was like, okay, well, Sally's going to have to get it together because I'm going to want instant kombucha and I'm not going to yeah. want to have to like water it or flip it or burp it or do anything. So. I know. I know. So we actually made our own SCOBY. SCOBY. That's it. That's what it's yeah. Scuba, SCOBY, SCOBY. I know. I always say it. I always say it wrong too. So yeah. So we're like starting, we're starting more down that path. And so, cool. um, so we've been doing more mocktails with kombucha. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. And yesterday, actually, we were in Orange County here in Southern California and um, there was a kombucha bar right Ooh. down the street from where we had dinner. So oh, we went wow. there and it was, it was awesome. It's just like going to a brewery, but like, but it's kombucha. Yeah. You know, it's so neat that you kind of are replacing it because I have had my own journey with food so whenever I do the whole 30 I try and do the whole 30 
at least once a year, if not uh-huh. like, you know, maybe two, three times throughout the year's yeah. so that's 30 days of like no sugar, no carbs, no alcohol. Right. And uh, the same thing, you know, I, I tried it um, maybe like four or five years ago, didn't do so hot. And then I just kept trying and trying and trying. And then mm-hmm. I got my boyfriend on board and we were able to do our first successful Whole30 this January. Yay! And prior to that last year, I did one on my own. So it is really just kind of finding the things that you can replace. So I also did a lot of sparkling water. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, there's it's all about celebrating too. So like whenever I reach a certain milestone in my business, I want to celebrate. I want to celebrate yeah. success or someone else's success, a client or a friend or a family yeah. member. You know, so many reasons to celebrate. So yeah. it really is all about finding that alternative. And that's a, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to see how long I can, I can keep this going because I'm really feeling a lot better and I'm feeling more aligned with my business. And so I think Mm -hmm. that was a, that was a huge piece too, was that it was like, I was putting such a priority on alcohol that I was like, I don't want to have client calls on Friday nights because that's the time that I'm going to drink. And it's like, is that really like a good thing for me to say? (laughs) No, you know, I never even thought of it that way. That's so interesting because I know. So Okay, can I even share this? I don't even know. Yeah. I don't do client calls on Sunday um, for, like, I don't do discovery or any discovery, clarity calls, anything on Sunday. And mostly, yes, is because Sunday I want the whole day to myself. And then right. I was totally thinking, well, if I go out Saturday, I want to be hungover. Yes. client Sunday. So, yeah, that's I know. so true. It really does affect, you know, mm-hmm. the businesses that we run and operate. Yeah. Yeah. I was finding a lot of that when I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what, I'm really, I really want to be committed and I really want to want to live this way. And even, you know, my husband and I tended to fight more when we, Mm -hmm. after a night of drinking. And so like, we've been better, we go to therapy anyway, which I think is really helpful um, in marriage. Um, We did it before our wedding as premarital counseling. And then we continue to go like every three weeks or so. Right. Um, and it's super helpful um, just to kind of hash hash things out between yep. the two of us as well. Um, and communicate better. That's really a lot. Totally. Well, sound too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What have you learned about? I guess trusting the process as an as an entrepreneur. I know we covered a few different topics, mm-hmm. but there's you know in life and in business and in love, it's a lot about just you know surrendering and trusting. I guess. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. what have you learned about um, your journey? Yeah. Um, I think we now, and especially coming from, I'm a millennial. So mm-hmm. coming from that space of the instant gratification that we often get, um, from things, we kind of want results really, really quickly and recognizing and trusting that self-development and building a business and, um, can take some time. It can happen fast. I recognize that. Like you never know where you're going to be in your business Mm -hmm. in a a month. Like you don't know what's going to pop up to make you go viral. (laughs) Um, however, in the reality of things, like it may take a bit of time and trusting that, um, you know, I have, I've had client calls before, uh, or like, uh, clear, I call them clarity sessions. Um, Ooh, clarity when you, calls. We yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I've had those before that maybe haven't gone so great. And, um, you know, I would always be a little bit defeated and feel kind of icky afterwards. Yeah. Um, and my coach always just tells me, she's like, you need to celebrate those because mm-hmm. that means you're one step closer. Maybe this person wasn't 
the perfect client for you, but you're getting closer to those who are. That's such an important takeaway. I uh-huh. learned that as well is that I, I realized that I don't want to work with certain people. Right. And I am always like, when I, whenever I meditate is I'm energetically available for this. My yes. client is this. And even with my clarity calls, it is all about them. Like I don't, you know, upsell or downsell. I don't do anything. It really is all about them. And then at the end, maybe I'll invite them to a different phone call. But right. a lot of times I find myself like, no, this person wouldn't be ready. So yeah. I've learned that to celebrate the that feeling of like, oh yeah, I actually don't really want to work with this person because I'm not sure that they are ready for this transformation or this right. change. Totally. That's a really great mindset to have around it. Yeah. And a a second thing that my coach always tells me that I really had to embody is that done is better than perfect. Mm -hmm. So recognizing that, you know, you want to get as a business owner um, and a person who works in the, in a helping profession, working with clients, I need to get my stuff out there for people to see. Otherwise they don't know I exist. Absolutely. And so if I don't produce content because I'm stressed that it's not 100% perfect or maybe there's a misspelling or maybe that I use a grammatical error, if somebody points out a grammatical error to me, they're probably not the client for me anyway, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, between blog posts and Instagram captions and Facebook and all the things that we do as an entrepreneur, it's hard to be 100% perfect yeah. in all like areas. And there's a right and a wrong way to do everything. Totally. So, it's not even being offended. Like sometimes it just depends on how that person comes across of like, you know, I have seen, it was just like a nasty comment. It wasn't directed to me, but I felt so bad for the person who made the comment, like not necessarily the like guru. She was like really big right. um, who received the comment, but I felt bad for that person because I'm like, you know, you could have direct messaged them. You could have just went about your day, but she went on and on and on about, how can I expect to learn from you and, you know, hire you if you can't even spell this correctly? And right. Like, oh, yuck. That's yeah. Not, yeah. Like, goodbye. You can leave now, kind of. And it wasn't even someone on my content, but right. I have seen that where, yeah, people just, <laughs> yeah, right in the wrong way for, to do everything. Totally. And, I yeah. completely agree. And speaking about that, you know, taking that massive and perfect action, since, you know, there's so much to do, it really can be hard. But what are some tools that you use? to, you know, tell yourself or like the self-talk you talk about to yourself. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How to do something and take that action. Mm-hmm. So um, I was listening um, to another podcast, um, Marie Forleo's podcast. I and she, her. yeah, I love her. Her podcast is amazing. Um, so yes. And she had, um, she said, she, I, I think she had somebody on her podcast. I forget exactly, but um she, she said, write down the three things that you absolutely have to get done today. And then if you want to write bonuses, so that's how I do it on my, to- mm-hmm. I'm a big to-do list person. So yeah. yeah. So I'll write um, three things that I absolutely need to get done that day. So whether that's meeting with clients, Um, I'm going out of town tomorrow. So, you know, on my to-do list today is pack for your trip. (laughs) Um, I have to go to the store to pick up a couple of travel size things. Um, so just writing those three things and then recognizing to yourself that if you get those three things done, even if it's just those three things for your business, for your nine to five, uh, for your, for life in general, be excited that you got those three things done. 
Yeah, celebrate. More yeah. celebrating. Yeah, and three things isn't that overwhelming. No, I do something similar. I call it pick two. Uh-huh. And so if my pick two is, for the day is weight loss and business, like mm-hmm. super broad in general, it'll yeah. mean I'm not doing things like laundry because is laundry going to help me lose weight? No, unless I'm like marathon laundry. Right. Yeah. Like, why do I get burning a bunch of calories? But it's really helped me as well, that same strategy to kind of stay mm-hmm. stay on track. Yeah. Yeah, what that's been would, really helpful. What would be like the most important message that you would like people to take away with if they are, you know, more geared like more towards your clients, but then also working, you know, they're not so much a creative entrepreneur, but they're someone who's listening to this that doesn't really have a lot of clarity in their nine to five. Mm-hmm. Um, something that they could do today. Totally. Um, <clears throat> so I think action is like the key to success in whatever in whatever you're doing. So um, how I end all of my sessions with clients is think about one insight you gained from our session today. So what's one thing you learned about yourself or about um, whatever topic we're talking about that day? And then what is one action that you can start, if not today, tomorrow, to move you one step closer towards your career goal, whatever that goal might be. So whether that's you're looking for a job and you're on the more practical side of career development. So maybe um, let's just pretend we spent the day um, looking at LinkedIn and trying to figure out, okay, which are the companies that I'm really going to target this week? These are the companies that I'm going to apply for jobs um, with. Okay, great. How are you going to also connect with some, with a human person? That's what I always say with a human person who works at that organization. Um, I think that personal connection in any field, we all want that human connection, right? We all crave Mm -hmm. that, that person to person connection. And I I don't think that's ever going to go away. So whether you're connecting with that person via LinkedIn, which I've personally done before and had a lot of success. Same, um, same, same, same. Yeah. Yeah. LinkedIn is my jam. I can talk about it like all day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or if it's, if you're still kind of questioning and you're not quite there yet to the more practical, like applying for jobs and you're kind of like, I'm, I hate my career right now. I feel super stuck, super um, confused as to what I want to, to do even maybe within the next year, maybe you don't align with the mission and vision of your organization. Maybe you have a terrible boss. Um, Maybe there's just a personality. Totally. Maybe there's just a personality conflict. So that would be, a good time to maybe break out the journal. I recently just got into journaling, so I am by no means a journaling expert, but I know that it's helped me a lot in the last it's couple so of bad. months. I probably have no lie, like 20 journals. Yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. Just... I use journals or my notes app on my phone mm-hmm. and I also yeah. have a MacBook, So I use it on my computer too, which is really helpful yes, because it can transfer back and forth. Yep. Uh huh. It's <laughs> brilliant. So writing prompts like, And I have this in my, um, I have a visualization, a free visualization um, as well. So I go through some of these questions in the workbook that's associated with the visualization, but it's kind of like thinking about, okay, what are, um, what were your biggest career successes or what is, what is a successful day at work look like for you? Mm -hmm. What is, what kind of a work environment do you thrive in? Do you like to be outside? Do you want to be at a desk? Do you want to be sitting? Do you want to be standing? Mm -hmm. Um, when was the time when maybe you didn't like your job and why didn't you like your job instead of getting into the nitty gritty about why you hated your boss? Like what were some of the qualities that that person had 
as a manager that maybe didn't align with your style. Yeah. So thinking about it more from that perspective versus like a personality attack. That's you know? a really great mindset piece that everyone can take away from and learn from because yeah. it's a really great way to kind of frame your life around that. Like what did I not like about this experience is what did I like? And so mm-hmm. you can know what you like so you can attract more of what you like mm-hmm. um, instead of what you don't like. Totally. That's, oh, that's so amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your light with us, Missy. Where yeah, you're can welcome. We find you. I am on Instagram as Missy M Scott. So M I S S Y M S C O T T. And on Facebook, I have um, a closed Facebook group called the High Vibe Career Community. Um, so those are the best places uh, right now to awesome. find me. Yay! Yay. You shared some great gold with us here. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, it was a pleasure. Have a good one. All right, you too. Bye. Bye. I am so grateful that you tuned into Alignment is a New Hustle this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone who could benefit from this message as well. And don't forget to rate and review. If you wouldn't mind heading on over to iTunes and leaving a review, it takes just a few moments of your time and I would be forever grateful. It really, really, really helps me to know what type of content you find helpful. And it also helps other people to find us. As a free gift for reviewing, I will send you my free guide to help you crush limiting beliefs and become the manifesting maven that you are meant to be. All you have to do is screenshot your review and send it to support at jodykedwards.com. Again, that's support at j-o-d-i-k-a-y-e-d-w-a-r-d-s dot com. Until next time, Align Tribe, keep shining your light.